This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, what's up, Jason Glick? Hey, John. It's it's going fine, but the, right now, uh, what's got the Comic Con blues yet, man? No, it's like well, it's like no. I never have the Comic Con blues because like I never, I never really like, start anticipating Comic Con until like you know like it's like like less than a month away. I'm thinking like, hey, you know, Comic Con's less than a month away. No, I always have the fun day blues and the fact that I always think like, hey, you know, we're like ten months out. Less than ten months away for the next for the next one, so that's yeah. I feel that, you on that one, bro. <laughs> yeah, I understand completely. Exactly. So like that's that's what I get. But no, but well, I don't don't have the Comic Con blues. I still I am still reading through my uh, stack of stuff that I I picked up at Con, and um one of the, however one of the um, things that the uh, agendas that I came into the Con was basically to jump on the uh, the Jonathan Hickman bandwagon. Now. Hickman has um has kind of made a name for for himself in the last couple of years working for working to create her own stuff for for Image, which um led to um more work at Mar- work at Marvel, and basically now he's coming back coming back to Image with more with his higher profiles, wants more create her own stuff. The guys I'm um, had a rep for a while of I'm delivering um big big high like high like I'm um, high idea like I'm um, high impact I'm um, um stories um and I got I never really jumped on gotten a taste of this stuff. So I figured, you know, I figured go ahead and just like go ahead and do that do that now at the con, see what I could pick up. Um well so so at the con I got I picked up like the his first major work, the nightly news. Now, this is one that they basically put him put him on the map and it's basically it's about this it's about this guy, Jonathan Guyton, who um like a like a fail Failed businessman ruined by ruined by the media who gets a ha- chance to um exact some vengeance against it, working at working as the um as the hand of a it's like sort part of an organization known as the Voice. So what and what does he do in order to um, gain this vengeance? He goes around he and his and his followers go around killing all like like all all news reporters. So basically like so that's that's like the uh, and so. So that's that's high con high concept right there, just like you know, staging like a little war against like against um, the mass mass media. So and at first I thought you know this is gonna be like some sort of a high like um real like um left it's like left left wing polemic about just like you know how it's like how how fucked up things are and it's like how it's like how we're ultimately powerless to do anything about it. And like that's and so I guess I was kind of down about that for reasons. But then then you start then you um then you then as the series goes on you find out that things aren't aren't nearly as cut and dry as, as you normally seem. Like, the, like well, obviously the voice is up to, up to no good, but it, turn, but it turns out that, you know, maybe he actually does um, have, a, have a more, um, like, complex agenda than just, you know, like, um, like trying to like simple, like, eradication of all, of all news, news media. Maybe it's like, you know, that guy, maybe he's got some, maybe he's got some, uh, he has some issues with what he's doing, and as do, the, do his followers, who have their own. Some of them have their own agendas as well. It turns out, it eventually turns into a much, much more co- complex and thought-provoking um, work. That ultimately, it's like you know, it's it's going to it's it's going to turn off like a lot of people just for the uh, probably just for the way that um, like Hickman presents presents things. Because he's got a he's got a style that doesn't conform to the uh, you know natural uh, comic form. It's like a lot of stuff doesn't actually a lot of his pages aren't structured. Aren't don't you adhere to the standard panel format, and like you're just like following like the images as they flow, like as uh, images in the dialogue um, as they flow from fr- like from one 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 part of the page to the next. So, but it's 
but it's 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 very demand it's very demanding. But but ultimately, I think ultimately I think it's worth it. And I also appreciate the uh, well, actually I appreciate any um, comic book that that includes any that supplementary supplementary notes by the by the creator talking about um, his inspiration and so those footnotes for all of his for all of the stuff. And he create he and Kickman throws in a lot of stuff right here. So so I got, that's good stuff. I mean, it's like I said, it's not for everyone, but it's definitely I it's definitely like um, eye catching and. And it's something that will that will that will grab. That, that's it's 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 the work of someone with a distinct voice, and they can see how it how it got him his attention from like um, from the from the major companies. Now, then, let's see. While I was so like in preparation for this, I also went and picked up another one of his works, um, Pax Romana, while I was waiting in jury duty um, last week. And um, this Pax Romana, Pax Romana. This sounds like a Catholic thing. Oh, you'd be right, John, because basically it's about Catholics who get their own time machine. Awesome. <laughs> yes, because basically the Catholics get um, Catholics have been secretly funding scientific research for years, and apparently this research is born fruit in the in the in the form of a of an actual time machine. So what so what do they plan to do? They plan to like like send like send one of their most trusted trusted cardinals back, along with a um, large um, cont- contingent of um, military. Of military personnel, and um, as well as as well as gold, in order to um, forge like forge their own future, it's like that, um, like as God intended. Now they figured, see, the ideal um, time to send time to send people back to is the time of Constantine Augustus of Rome, and then just um, like um, just get just like uh, use Christianity's influence, like jumps kick certain Christianity's influence to um like taking control of the Roman Empire and just forging the new world order from there. Problem is that once um everyone goes back and t- gets back in time, um things the uh the army takes things into their own hands and winds and figures that you know maybe it's not maybe the um you know maybe like the, the idea that I don't like. Catholics like propping up their old world order back in the old world isn't such a good idea, and so they they take they take matters into their own hands and sort of forge like forge things in, into their in their own way. Now, I like now personally I like this because it's a because it's just like a lot of, a lot of interesting ideas. I know it's like it's like a idea that's almost too big too big to think about. Just like you know just taking like taking the whole of human existence and just changing it um like from this. From this point in time, and um, it's and Hickman actually generally does a good job. Like uh, I'm getting around the big ideas of this, like you know, show, like trying to figure out how to change the, uh, like how to change the Roman Romans' way of thinking. Um, like showing, like using their superior um, firepower and manpower to take, to um, to um, get things to um, have their way, as well as. Um, uh, as See as well, I'm trying I'm trying to think here. Just just uh, just get and as well as like doing like interesting also things like uh, interesting other concepts like like the science like interesting the scientific method to the uh, like to, to the like to, to Rome's thinkers as well. Just don't get just, just getting all all stuff that we that um that we know, we know and love today. Just get having having it take root in this it's like in the past. But the problem is you know it's like these these people these soldiers are still only human. And so they start they start to fracture as they as they um, form their own attachments to the people of the time. And while they their overall goal is noble, eventually it's like things kind of start to splinter. But the thing, while well, it's like it's an 
it's an interesting idea. Like the it's the the work is more appealing on like in in the way it presents its ideas. The thing is, um, ca- um the characters themselves are mostly ciphers. I mean, like the um lead military guy, um Nicholas Nicholas Chase. I mean, like he's a, like he's a grief grieving widower who who wants to find something else to believe him believe in and the other and some supporting characters just kind of like there to just like, like advance make sure the plot proceeds in a certain in a certain fashion um i don't necessarily mind that that much because you know, i i like the big the, like the big science fiction ideas of this i mean it's there's still enough like um plot and character to make me actually care about how this turns out though the thing is, um, Pastor Bond was only four issues, and that, and like four issues to like cha- to uh, like you no know, channel to uh, if you're thinking that four issues is too small, to, like um, chart the course of this like giant change in mankind's history, you'd be right. And um, so it's basically it's really like just a snapshot of a specific time and how and where it leads to. I mean, like like as in uh, nightly news, Hickman also provides like a nice little timeline at the end showing you how everything. Um, it's like, like how what happens to everything after um, these these four issues, and um, I that's that's kind of that so that was that was interesting reading in and of itself, but still it's like it's like I said it's more it's more telling than showing. I mean I like, I would be I based on this these these four issues I I'd be I I'd really be interested in um seeing um it's like like more of this though it's like really in terms of like the, the scope of it I mean it's like it. It's in terms of science fiction, sake, it's science fiction is more about ideas. It's not, it's not to the off-putting extreme that something like Ghost in the Shell Two is, but it's also um, like far from the uh, from the um, so so human that it forgets the science part of um, Twin Speaker. In fact, it's, it's like I still think like the the nice sweet spot of this is um, is our stuff like um, like Transmetropolitan, um, Planetus, um, Eden, but um, Mana, like I said, it's if you don't. If you like, um, if you don't mind, like just like science fiction that's more about the ideas and the characters, then yeah, I'd, rec- I'd certainly recommend this. Now, striking a better balance is um, is transhuman, which it's probably the easiest um, of his of these three um, Im- works from Image that he uh, that I've got because it's basically structured in a in a mockumentary format. Basically, this is this this um, the series tells a story of how. Tell the story of the um of the movement of the move to man- to advance humanity from two different perspectives. You got first you got the um, the genetic, it's like the genetic engineering um like um front where basically you're just like taking it's like um changing humans at the genetic level to give them power like um advanced like advanced powers almost like superheroes. And on the other hand, you've got the um, cybernetics movement, basically just turning them, turning them into cyborgs and like advancing again, and um advancing them from like a mechanical front. Now, it's that's like it's and I think it's an interesting I think it's an interesting um it's presented in a pretty in a in a nice way and it makes good use makes good use of the, of the documentary format showing you all the talking heads they um they 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 advance make their cases for how for how things turned out and it's and generally it's it's also some pretty funny moments such as when you uh Especially when you like, um, spot the analogs to on um, comic book characters, such as the uh, the test monkeys in the first first issue, who um, who uh, resemble um, certain like several members of the X Men, as it's like as well as the um, the, uh, the cybernetically advanced um, cat and dog from from issue two, which um, are dead ringers for the characters from from Grant Morrison's Week Three. 
but um, overall, it's like, like I said, it's more. It's also um, it's also more designed to be. Um, this it's more. It's certainly like intentionally funnier than a lot than his previous works, and um, it's and like overall that makes it a lot a lot easier to like as well as like just thinking. You know, make some like salient points about humanity. Just basically how our, our need to just like you know be like be better than be better than the other guy to show off, as well as like our willingness to just, you know, like you know, risk risk it all in order in order, in order for that chance, and also our, our pettiness in terms of just like you know like how, how yeah sure we're, we might be uh, I'd be like um, super advanced and ha- and enhanced, but we're still going to want to feel the need to stick it to the people who've wronged us over the years, and that's. It's like, and that that makes us a lot more. It's like, um, like quite quite relatable as a work, and uh, also has a great twist ending at the end where we find out that you know, like what takes. Well, okay, there, I will say there is a, in the fourth issue takes takes which takes place ten years after the previous three issues. There is kind of a bit of a disconnect there, but once you get once you get past that. Um, the ending where it shows that you know, like humanity has kind of stagnated as they all pick. As I'll pick the same um, uh, mechanical enhancement, the one that retard that prevents disease and retards aging. They show that you know, like as humanity has um, has um, decided to play it safe, like other um, species of the planet have not, like have apparently decided to take matters into their own hands. And at the very end, we actually get a nice riff on the um, "I'm fucking you." This is me fucking you in the ass. Um, ending from Mark Miller's Wanted. So while that was just kind of like you know Miller being. Um, like his usual standoffish self, this one like, actually makes actually um, takes that takes that approach and makes it work. Because basically, it's not just like some guy fucking you in the ass; it's an entire species fucking you in the ass for stagnating, and it's and it's beautiful. Now, as now it's like as is the case with like most most successful image creators. Well, which is ironic because like well, image was formed by a bunch of successful Marvel creators who wanted to do their own thing. These days, like if you're once you're a successful image creator, you um then are basically go over to Marvel and start start working on their titles. Well, that's basically well, that's basically what happened to Hickman, and um he's made his mark on on two particular series. I haven't read Shield yet because that hasn't hit hardcover, but at, I'm probably looking to pick pick that up at some point. But last year. At the con, I picked up the first volume of the series, the first Marvel series, um, Secret Warriors, which he co, which um, he co-plotted with Brian Michael Bendis. Now, Secret Warriors is a story of Nick Fury taking, and forming a new new team of um, of um, of superpowered teenagers as he tries to take back, as he tries to fight back against um, the infiltration of of, of uh, his agency Shield by Hydra. Now, my biggest issue with this first volume was that. Um, after years of like you know Nick Fury working for Shield, like doing all these things, and eventually being disavowed by them, um, he he finds out that holy crap! All this time, Shield has been run by Hydra. Big shock! And it's kind of like, you know, it's like, oh really? That's that that's certainly like a jaw dropper. Jeez, all this time? You mean like every single goddamn story we've read up to now involving Shield? Like they've actually been? It's actually been Hydra running the show? Jeez, I mean, like, there's there's good um, retcons, you know, like um, Grant Morrison pointing out that um, hey, Wolverine's Weapon X program was actually like Weapon Ten, so he's actually running a, like a weapon, like the Weapon Plus program thing, you know, things like that. And um, but this this is almost like 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 too big to uh, 
um, like to be take seriously even by comic book standards. Still, though, um, Hickman actually does did set up a do a good job of setting up the scale of the the uh, of the of the endeavor that uh, the odds against Nick Nick and his team, and um, yes, and he does get some good action sequences out of the first volume. Second volume, though, is actually is an improvement as we get to see them as we get to see them like staging open things up by staging a nice raid against um, Baron von Strucker's um, like bank account, and then um, we get we have him have a, lead into the series of face-offs against Nor- Norman Osborn's Hammer Initiative. I also think um, Volume Two works better because of, because of its focus on um, on Alex or Phobos, the god of fear, the son of um, of Ares, the god of war, who was actually a member of Norman Osborn's Dark Avengers. Now the uh, the, the con- now the uh, interplay between those two because because it's I've always liked liked it. It's, um, because the way um, Michael um, Oming set it up in, the, in his original Ares miniseries is that, you know, it's like Ares, like maybe maybe a huge bastard as a god of war, but he genuinely loves his son, and even though his son is like you know like like can be kind of a monster at times, he's like a monster in his dad's image, and his dad loves that, and that's see that's kind of like I like the and um, he does a good job of getting that getting that approach here, across here, especially in the final issue where he takes his son to be judged against judged his successor against the um, pantheon of of Marvel gods, but you also get, but Fury also gets some good scenes as well, especially in the uh, Dark Rain issue where he, it's like where, where he stages a break in on Avengers Tower and actually manages to convince Norman Osborn to help him out by uncovering, by um taking, by um seizing a government operative who's actually like working, who's actually working for like an organization that's bigger than um Hydra and Hydra and Shield and um Hammer as well. So yes, it's like. It's one of those like you know everything we know that you knew was um you know was wrong like type twist, but it's also kind of interesting. It also means that you know there's that you know like Hydra is kind of put in its place, and its um takeover shield doesn't seem as it's like like as big anymore. So so it's like I said, it's it's a good it's a good espionage um series that actually that works that works well within that works well within the framework of the, Mar- the Marvel universe. Um, but however, his um. What I'm willing to bet is probably going to be his lasting contribution, lasting work on this, on Marvel is his work with Fantastic Four. Now, I generally don't read a whole lot of Fantastic Four stuff because, because you know it's like it's like a lot, a lot of the A-list creators generally don't gravitate toward this series for whatever reason. I did, I did like Mark Mark Wade's, um, like um, like run on the series, and while I did buy the first volume of Mark Miller's Mark Miller and Brian Hitch's run, I haven't. Um, got around to picking up the second because I heard it kind of dera- it kind of got derailed um, towards the very end. But um, Hickman's um, take on the series it's very um, read centric in the sense that he that um, well, the series um, really starts with um, his Dark Reign tie-in and then goes on to um, the um, main series proper. We find out uh, Reed finds out that um, he that apparently there's a uh, secret cabal of um, Reed, of Reed Richards's from other universes. Who have basically devoted themselves to solving all the problems that plague the plague everywhere, and so he, so while he's like, and so while Richards wants to solve everything, he wants to find out like what he, the the premise of the Dark Reign series that he examines all these alternate universes to find out could the Superhuman Registration Act and Civil War could have been avoided, um, how, um could and then um then he's. And he's eventually confronted by these people who say, "Yes, here is here's a way to do it." But the problem is, the trade-off is you've got to force. You're going to have to wind up forsaking your family as well. And eventually, Richards decides that 
no, he doesn't want to do that. He wants to actually go and find so I can find a way to um, solve everything while keeping his while keeping his family intact in, in the process. And this leads us to like several, and this and it turns out that um, this also leads us to like several several stories. Where it turns out that you know there that the future is also also wants him to have a much better place as well because his son because we were introduced that his find out that his son Franklin and his daughter Valeria are actually working with his his father Nathaniel to try and change the future because they didn't like. Like the way it worked out, and make and revise the past too. Now it's it's these kind of like big ideas that that uh, I think I I'm at, like, I admire like Hickman for shooting for shooting so big. But the problem is like you're always going to be um, hemmed in by um by the by superhero universe. So I'm actually so I'm kind of kind of interested to see how these um like you no know, change like changing the future um ideas are going to work within the context of the Fantastic Four. Still though. We get night, get lots of interesting ideas like the like the four city, like the four cities like the uh, like like the um, lost city of the high evolutionary who who went who um whose experience went wrong and, and devolved people while um, increasing their intelligence the um the the uh, new the sub the aquatic city of New Atlantis the uh, let's see the new the new and human city built made up of uh, experiments from all across the cosmos and the uh, it's like also the city, and also the uh, negative zone city that used to be the prison for the for the initiative. So, and then apparently there's going found out there's going to be a giant war between all these, and um that see that set up that set up pretty well in volume two, and apparently it's going to keep coming to fruition in the next in, in volume four, which basically has the uh, death of one of the Fantastic Four characters. I haven't got it yet because you know. Because well, I like so I like it. I can't say I, I spent maybe passionate enough to go and start picking up the series in in Marvel's on um, Premier Edition hardcover format. I will I will certainly buy Volume Four as soon as it comes out, as well as the um, first volume of the um, of the reconstituted um, FF series or Future Foundation, where um, Spider-Man takes over for one of the Fantastic Four members who dies in the next volume. But um, overall, it's like I'm it's like I've been I have to say that I. I am no. Uh, I sound like a dick for saying this, so I want to pat myself on the back for um, buying all this stuff from Hickman, like at it's like at the convention because like because overall it's like I've I've really liked it and well um he well he doesn't well a lot of like creators like have like that one major creator owned series that makes me want to go and pick up the rest of their series stuff like like Garth Ennis has Preacher, Warren Ellis has Transmetropolitan, Robert Kirkman has The Walking Dead, Brian Vaughn has Why the Last Man, um he. Hickman seems to like have just like a lot of do like a lot of little series, just like um like introduce a big idea and then stop before it gets old. So he's he's back with this um time travel war series called the Red Wing, which um its second issue is apparently um about to hit stores in the next week or two. So and apparently he's he wants to keep splitting the time between you know working on Marvel stuff because he's coming he's he's taking over the Ultimates now, um for the ne- for the next relaunch. And also just doing more um, career own stuff with image. So you know, I think more power to the guy. I mean, it's like I, based on what I've seen seen, seen him do now, I I'd certainly go and buy whatever he, whatever he, whatever he whatever he's going to do next. So yeah, he's. Oh, but the other thing is with the Fantastic Four. Sorry, I forgot to mention this. Is that um, it actually it the thing is like his his um love of big idea big world changing ideas 
actually meshes really well with the Marvel Universe, and Fantastic Four in particular, because well, he, he actually doesn't have to worry about um, dealing with the characterization, dealing with characterization as he does in, I say, the nightly news, Pax Romana, or Transhuman. Here, he's actually working with um, th- already established characters, and um, all the characterization has been done over decades and decades. No, he just, like, everyone knows how these people are supposed to react, so he, just, he can just use these established characterizations to play off playoff of in service of his greater plot. And I say that's that's I think that's another thing that works really well with um Fantastic Four. Sure some stuff might get too crazy, like when um Nathaniel Richards comes back in time to read Richards to his son's um college days and recruits him, Ben uh pre transformation Ben Grimm and Doctor Doom um to um stay save off the uh like the fi- final assault by one of his alternate alternate reality um like um character um like uh incarnations but overall, like I said, it's 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 been a, like a thrilling tale so far, and I look forward to seeing seeing where it goes from there. Are we ready to wrap things up now? Okay, and uh, <laughs> that'll that'll yeah, wrap things like, up. Yep. Yeah, it's like that's that's pretty much all I had for now. So it's like I said, I'm not sure what we'll be back back with for next week. I mean, like, I'm sure something will occur to me. It's like once. Um, as they get like further through this stack, I mean, I swear to God, I don't, I didn't buy nearly as much stuff this year, but like it's taking me, taking me even longer to get through it. Hmm. Yeah, but you know that I said that's 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 a story for two weeks time, and I'll I'll see how I'll tell you where that goes from there. All right, we'll uh, see you next time. All right, later's everyone. Bye. <laughs>